Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio. This is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon, and we are coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. Let's see, we've got a special guest. We've got a great guest with us yet again today. Today's talk's going to be a little different. You know what? There could be some really good information. I have with me today a gentleman, a guy that I've known for, oh, too many, I'm sorry, many years, a good friend of mine, or at least an acquaintance of mine, and his microphone's off right now for a reason, in all seriousness, a guy that I have shared a stage with in community theater works. I know he's a huge, huge Tom Sheldon fan. He's actually a huge fan of this podcast. So he sweet-talked me and more or less weaseled his way in. But that's okay. You know, it works. It works. Next time, maybe if he, he brought, you know, like a pizza or, you know, something I could really sink my teeth into, haha, pun intended. Now, with me today, Mr. Alan Hyma. Alan, welcome to the Northeast Studio. Tom, thank you very much. Let me just say that music that starts it out is the bomb. Is it not? It is It is pretty awesome. It is It is. Yep. It is so awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate Welcome. it. Welcome. Yeah, we've had a little bit of history, haven't we? We have. We have. And yeah. uh, most of it was good. Well, thank you. Most of I it was good. I appreciate that. We've appeared on stage together. We have. We've done community theater. Let's see. We've never gone fishing, though. You're not a big fisherman. I'm not a fisherman. I'm not either. When I was younger, that's all I wanted to do was go fishing. Well, you got to understand I'm a Yankee, too. Well, that's so, true. So, you know, it's even, ice though, even though in Michigan, where we're from, there's lots of fishing. Well, you take a chainsaw to fish in Michigan. Well, you got to yeah, cut the ice. That or a, a, that or a 12-gauge. You know, yeah, you can yeah, use that, too. Yeah. Or M80s so, work really good, too. So no pictures of you standing on a boat kissing a bass? None of those. I'm sure there are some because I grew up on a lake. So you, really, you know, I'd had my. So you kiss bass? Is that what you're saying? I said I bass. I don't know about that. I said bass. Yeah, I've never kissed a fish. Some I people can't. do. You know. Where are we going with? this? I'm not going anywhere with this. All right. I have not actually physically talked to you, and phone calls and text messages, emails don't count. I have not physically talked to you since right before it happened, like February of 2020. Yeah. And for you and I, that's a really long time because, man, I, I saw you every day. That was our last show. That, that was, was our last the show. Up, up and away radio. That was. Play, wasn't it? That was. It was before it happened. Yep. No, that was a literally, matter of fact. Literally weeks. Matter weeks of fact, before. it was. It, we were the last show on the stage. We were the before only show. Everything, well, before in everything 2020, shut down. In 2020, we were the only show in that theater. Yep. And, well, I mean, after they had me up there front and center. We had to get we why, had to why fumigate would there, the whole place. Well, well, yeah, but why would you have another show? That, I mean, let's call it true. what it is. We'll just shut it down now, folks. <laughs> Everything beyond this will be a disappointment. I think that's really what happened. Well, COVID, yeah, sure, right. So, why are you here today, Tom? Is is as you know, you know, over the last year, my experiences have been interesting. And I thought I would... I consider most of your life, if not all your life, interesting. Yeah. Tell my wife that. Oh, no. (laughs) She tells. She tells us that. Uh, Oh, oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Well, it may not be, but anyway. Right. For about eight months here in 2022, without a job, was unemployed, found myself one day, October of 22, um, going to work and then coming home about an hour and a half later, basically because I had... 
had been laid off and basically went through that eight-month period of what do I do? How do I find a job? What steps do I need to take? You know, I don't want to do anything. This really is horrible. You know, all of those feelings that I had after that and looking back on that and going through my processes of thinking, decided, you know what, I'd like to share that with somebody and would like to um, talk about that and talk about, you know, the steps they're taking, the feelings that they're going through, the emotions, the physical things that happen because of layoffs. Because to be honest with you, and we talked about it earlier, we're in some times that economically people may be faced with some unwanted um, layoffs. Well, now we've named the, this episode the unsolicited layoff. That's what we've named this. So is that what you're getting at? Yes. The unsolicited layoff. Yep. That moment where you walk into work and you're employed and a couple hours later you're driving home without a job. Layoffs are not fun for anybody. Nope. Including the poor guy who has to do it to you. Like we mentioned before, you've been on that end. Oh, I've been on that side my whole life. So and it's and I think that we need to point that out. Oh yeah, um, this is not a a bad guy versus a good guy um, situation. It's it's this is for more, lack of better terms, it sucks for everybody. It does. No, this is more or less. We all make plans plans in life, and then boom, life happens. Right. And it doesn't always work the way we planned. I would like to talk about today is the situation where you're employed two hours ago, and then. In another two hours, you are driving home behind the wheel of your car without a job, and what now? So what did you go through? You've been through this twice in 15 years. First time it happened to you, you moved 1,000-plus miles south after it happened. Right. That's a huge change. Yep. Now, question, did that layoff, that original layoff, did that cause you to move 1,000-plus miles south? Yes, absolutely. That was the reason. In 2008, I was working for an automotive supplier Mm -hmm. whose— 90% 90% of its its business was with General Motors. Well, as you'll recall, on a Thursday, General Motors claimed bankruptcy. Oh, yeah. And by the Monday, the next Monday, mm-hmm. I was going into work. And like I said, 8.30, I was there. And by 9 o'clock, I was unemployed. Right. Um, so that brings up the point of sometimes those are known. I had a feeling, you know, when, when they were calling me in and we were I was driving to work that morning, I thought, Okay. There's a good chance you know, this will not good be chance. good. The last one that I've had, it was a complete surprise. Really? There's a bunch of emotions. You know, imagine yourself. Well, let's going, talk about that. Let's yep. talk about how it marked you emotionally and I did it did it bother you physically? Depression can affect you physically. Well I got, and I don't I'm not I'm not a doctor. I'm not diagnosing you, but there had to be depression involved. I'm not one to be diagnosed or or had ever said I am depressed, but you're right. It probably has that. But I don't know, man. I've been in a few of your cast with fellow castmates, and they were diagnosing you with a lot of stuff. No comment. Okay, keep going. Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. You have to uh, understand that you know. One point, you're you're in a career. You've done something for 25 years. All these emotions hit you at the same time, but you, you think first. Well, I must not be worth it. Really? I must that actually went through have your mind. something wrong with me. You're one of the most hyper-energetic people I've ever met. Well. I mean that as a compliment. And, and I appreciate that. And You thought you were worthless. Really? I'm dead serious. It's that momentary. You to, questioned yourself. You will question yourself. Why did I lose my job? You know, why me? 
You know, that's the, that's the biggest thing is why did this happen to me now? Who in the world is going to want to hire a guy that in three years is going to be 60, you know, who's on the wrong end of the employment chain? You're on the backside. Chain, exactly, on the backside. And you, you probably want more money than a 30-year-old. Let's right. call it what it is. Absolutely. Let's call it what it is. I, absolutely. Because you probably have a family. There are things that I could do that I've done in my past. You also have to pay bills. Right. So emotionally, you have those things that are going through your head. As you can imagine, that could manifest itself physically. Yeah. If you're not getting enough sleep, Mm -hmm. if you're not getting enough to eat, or you're not getting the nutrition that you need, and whether it be depression, whether it be temporary bipolar you're up one moment, you're down the next. Those things I've all, I experienced all of those things. I bet you Because did. you also go through, I shouldn't be here. I should not be at home. I need to be in an office. I need to be doing something. It's guilt. Really? There's some guilt to that of, too. Of it's, all the things I would have thought you were going to say, I would not have picked guilt. It's part of the transition. Really? That you I'm know. not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying. Right. I'm surprised. No. So I guess uh, if you are doubting yourself, though, I guess some guilt might settle in. And I think it has to do with my situation, too, because I had been through it before. Right. It's like, am I really doing this? The first time around, though, that was circumstances. You knew something was up. Right. If it wasn't going to be you, it was going to be your buddy standing beside you. Right. You know, they were picking out numbers with that. Right. The second time around didn't, I don't believe, went that way. Well, at least it doesn't sound like it. I think it's important to note there are emotions um, that go through that. Early morning is the worst. Really? When you can't sleep and you wake up at 5 in the morning and all of those morning worries and, and things hit you, there are resources around that you could speak with and talk to. What do you do to find a job? Well, the you, first, just, you just mentioned resources. Let's talk about that. The first thing that you have to do is you have to sit yourself down and you have to say, this is my situation. Boy, yeah. I am here. Do I want to be here? No. Do I deserve to be here? Probably not. Maybe I do, but then you have to decide that you are going to do something. So you put a plan together. Yep. I think the first thing... Give us the anatomy of that plan. Well, the first thing... Don't be specific. Right. The first thing you have to do, decide that this is going to be your full-time job. You had a job yesterday. You were such and such and such and such. You got laid off. Now your full-time job is to... Find a job. Find a job, okay. You have to have that mentality. In, in other words, you have to try. You have you, to put the effort into it. And, it. and that's really going to be hard. I bet it is. That's really going to be hard because you have all of these emotions. Mm-hmm. You're saying to yourself, I can't believe I lost my job. What's wrong with me? What's going on? But no, you have to get that mindset because the fact is, is you do have skills. You've had 25 years of experience, and someone values you. So how did you come to that realization? By just putting the nose to the grindstone and getting to work. And it starts with, in these days, it starts with making sure that you have a, a strong resume. That Resume? A resume that shows your experiences and what you've done. How do you get that resume in front of someone who can actually do something about it? Because you are one of a million and something. Right. No, you're right. And in these days, uh, you have... What did you do? You've recently been hired. I have. Thank goodness. I have. Congratulations we, we on can, that. We can talk about that. In so just a you few got minutes. the resume in front of somebody, yep. unless you went to work for your cousin or something. Well, the first thing I did was shower it into all of these 
professional employment websites. Headhunters. Yeah. They don't like to be called that, but they're headhunters. Yeah. You're indeed your career builders, mm-hmm. your monsters. Okay. I want to hear about what worked. And you have to understand that too, if you're going to do this, you've got to start networking. You've mm-hmm. got to get your experience in front of people mm-hmm. that can make a difference. Exactly. Recruiters. Local recruiters. Your local recruiters and just start sending them a resume. Okay. And then you need to follow up on that. You need to call them and say, did you get my resume? Yeah. You know, and here is what I offer. You know, what can you do to provide? Because most of these recruiters, they do not charge you to do any of well, this they, work. Well, they work for the people they supply Absolutely. A, an employee to. The important part is doing that, getting those things out there. I'm scouring every day. I remember my process was every morning getting up for the first hour and a half and doing nothing but looking at all of the things. And, and these sites are great because they will allow you to tailor make what you're looking for to your experiences. Experience so, and what you're qualified for. Right. That's then good. They sent, at, on the other side of that, you have to be careful because you're getting a lot of everything sent to you. And you're going to start getting emails from from companies that do not necessarily meet your needs. Right. And in my case, I did not want to relocate. We want to be here in Georgia. I don't blame you. You'll get things from everywhere. Oh, yeah. And you have to start filtering those. And you need to start turning off these acceptance for emails from this person or something. So that is um, a process, physically applying for these jobs. Uh, you're following up, you're keeping good notes. The companies have a rule is the wrong word, but it's, it's sort of a process where if you apply for a position twice, they throw your resume in the trash. And so you so have to once be careful. They've gone, once they've gone through you. Yeah, you have to be careful because a lot of these recruiters will call you and they're all trying to compete for that one of course that one are. job. That's their job. So you'll get 10 calls in one day, and it's very hard to keep track of all of those that of you who get. who called you? So Will you, the same recruiter call you multiple times? It, it has happened to me. Really? Yes. In the same day? Yes. No way. Yeah. Really? So your job as a job seeker, meticulously be organized in your job search. You need to keep notes. You need to work through what you've done that day. You don't want to apply for something twice, you know, something you've already done. So I, I, I would put myself a numbering system and, and, you know, continue to follow up on those and mark them off as they didn't work. You know, circle them if, if there's a possibility for interviews. But I had plenty of interviews and in some cases well, all, the way up to, all the way up to, hey, I'm the one of two people that's going to be. How could anyone choose someone over you? Meticulous records. Yep. Keeping track of who you talk to. Yep. And sticking at it. Yeah, don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. That couch looks real comfortable. Yep. Just saying. Yep. You you have to follow up. You have to make sure you didn't just go fishing. There you go. So you're gamefully employed now. Congratulations on that. Yes. Would you uh, suggest keeping that resume tidied up, shall we say? Absolutely. That was a creative way to say that. Absolutely. Constantly Um, work on that resume? Yep. I would also say be aware of what's going on at your company. Would you say make connections while you're working? Absolutely. You may work for company XYZ. While you're working with company XYZ, you are the happiest employee ever, but still keep building that network. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Just in case? Yes. Things happen? 
climate and the dynamic dynamics of your company, your industry, and where you're working and your industry. Are you growing? Are you seeing some decline? There's nothing wrong with you going to your your boss and saying, well, "How's business?" You know. You're, oh, yeah. you're yeah. an employee of that company. Mm-hmm. You deserve to know if you're slowing down. I think to answer your question more fully is... Was there a question? I, yeah. You okay, had asked sorry. me why I'm, I'm here and why I feel that this is important. Because I learned a lot of things. There are different circumstances. Build yourself a plan. And what that plan looks like for you, again, is different than what it looked like for me. But it, it incorporates getting over the emotions that you felt. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you the uh, the hard question here. When does the book come out? Crickets. Well, I told you earlier it's next crickets, Tuesday. Crickets, crickets. Yeah, no, next Tuesday. No. Um, I get the first signed copy. Yep, and you surprised me when you you mentioned that, but... Uh, but I'll take the first signed copy. Uh, I'll give you the dedication. How about that? Is that what I get? Yeah. Wow. Dedicated wow. to Tom. Why not? That sounds good. You've called me worse. <laughs> no, I really haven't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Alan, I guess we're wrapping up. I don't know what else you want to say, sir. I think that's a the lot. book I is going to be good. So about a year from now, the book will be done. And and what's the title going to be? You think the unsolicited layoff? That's yeah. what you keep saying. That that's what we named good. the the podcast after. Yeah, there you go. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, I just felt like it was a a discussion for for our show here today, and I enjoy um, your show so much. You're a fan. I am. I've listened to them all. Well, no, I have a couple more to. There's like eighty something at this point. Yeah. Well, I just listened to your fiftieth one sitting in the the parking lot here with the gentleman that that has that runs this place. Yes, John Eastler. Yeah, good guy, good friend. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Do you want to give a shout-out to the, the folks who have gainfully employed you? I am the, the senior purchasing manager now for a company in Roswell called One June Incorporated. It's, it's kind of complicated. It's a German-slash-Korean company, and we build furnaces and kilns. Nice. Our main market here is uh, EV batteries. Imagine and, that. Imagine that. Imagine that. They brought me in to be the purchasing manager, and I'm building a team as I learn the commodity and learn the processes in the market that we can strategically go out and provide our products to American companies that are building these batteries. Nice. Well, big shout out to them. Thank you, One June, for allowing Alan to come in here for about 30 minutes. (laughs) Howdy, man. Hey, well, brother, it's good to have you in here. And you're getting back on the stage when? No plans. All no right. plans. Uh, I think I have. Uh, I think I have retired from the stage. To be honest with you, we'll I, I'm on the grand stage here. I'm on Northeast Georgia Business Radio. What more grander of a stage could you possibly ask for? They're and playing they, my music, Alan. It means we got to wrap up. Thank you, folks. Thanks for joining us. A special episode. A lot of information. Mister Hyma's mind just moves in different directions, but he has come up with a lot of great stuff. And hey, look for that book. I'm Tom Sheldon. We'll talk to you soon.